That may save your life. Now, the Griot Nation with Amon Rashidi and Unseen. We're the willing, live by the knowing, or doing the impossible for the ungrateful. We've done so much for so long with so little that we're now qualified to do anything, y'all. What's happening, y'all? It is your man, Amon Rashidi, aka Bobble Raw. Anything with nothing. That's a powerful statement. And with that being the case, check this out, y'all. From within, it should be without. Go within. Make your environment what it needs to be. We're getting ready to show you how. Holla Black. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation, the Griot Nation, life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation, life, love, liberation. Black to the building, black to the building, and black to the healing, you all. We've had a show before the show, let me say that to begin with. But welcome, everybody, I'm a to the Griot Nation. <laughs> no doubt. What's going on, man? It's the capital UNCM, man. Great day. Uh, great camaraderie, uh, great conversations. We just coming <laughs> off point of no return with my man, Immortal Technique. And if y'all heard the first violence clip, uh, that was a clip that came from the movie Shutter Island, where it was being described as violence being a gift from God, and how much we love violence, and in this moment, how much we're being driven by violence, and also the fact that we've been indoctrinated. To understand and feel violence Without knowing that that's what we're being And so with that being the case uh, If you heard the point The point was If my violence is bigger than your violence Then that's how we roll And that's some deep stuff Because that's literally not It's not the xeno uh, the xenophilic way of operation But definitely the xenophobic And xenophobia rules the world right now So we're talking about coming back center Which is so um, on points for this conversation right? Well you know what And then looking at center And for some of you Don't look at center as being normal Because of coming back To the reality That we were facing Prior to this pandemic I don't consider that To be normal That was about as abnormal Ooh, As it could be That's why we were, we were protesting We were fighting We were talking about Schools need to be changed And all those things Still need to occur um, but one of the things that we need to do is be able to keep our sanity during that period of time. That is your uh, greatest and, and even, asset, right? Right. Now. You know, and as a therapist, one of the things that we were talking about, as I was expressing earlier, my form of expression may be criticized, but that's what helps me survive. And that's a part of socialization. You understanding the dynamics of people that you live with are, are the people that you're around the most. And I think that's what we need to work on too. Uh, there are phases of socialization. How did you get along with your wife? How did you get along with your siblings? How did you get along with your father? How did, and we can start to break those down. And but start off, how did you get along with the man in the mirror? Right. Well, that generally, right. generally shaped based off the examples that you see to Absolutely. begin with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The internalization stage, we talk about that a lot. However, I think we're so inundated. The world is, they say 26% of the world is in protest right now. That's how much. You said the world, not the United world. States, the world. That's how much discontent. Is on the planet right now with the current state of affairs. As a matter of fact, uh, Mike Pence, the vice president, leaving the Afghan peace conference, said the European and the American way of life is at an all-time low. It's below zero. So the sentiment for what has been going on, you know, through this empire throughout the world now is at an all-time low. Losing grip on that sentiment, they're in a reset mode right now, right. and we should know that. And rather than going back to the the norm that was before, which they which which this government 
And this, this, the world cannot afford to do it any damn way. Right. Six hundred thousand people dying every day. Um, you know, you got over two thousand and twenty-three um, plant-based sources out there for us to eat from, and we're only eating from six or seven meat sources. We can't go back to that with all the heart rate and right. you know heart well, disease. I'm gonna tell you else. So it's about, a reset. Let's say this about the plant-based. Anytime something becomes so popular that that everybody decides they want to buy into it and becomes a manufactured event. It's no longer good for you So now all of a sudden If everybody wants to decide I want to go plant based Now you manufacturing it At a rate that now It's just basically processed food Right you know, and, so- and it has We have to be so careful Of things becoming fads I mean that's my fear Of all, everyone You know Wanting to become Vegan You know Or vegetarian And it's really a fad Because then they become uh, Carbohydrates yeah, I mean a a Carboholic Carboholics You know right. And they go to A bunch of bread They go to cheese Um, You know, they even go to eggs because they think, oh, this is vegetarian. It's okay. And they don't, they miss the the health aspect. Like Burger King, people really upset me with that impossible Whopper. And they really thought they were eating something healthy. So first thing is. That was my point. Yeah, right. Fast food. That's why I was just, you know, I was agreeing with you because you are brilliant. Um, Ooh, it's going down today, y'all. Y'all have no idea what just no, happened. But I've been knowing baby girl over here for no a long doubt. time. So, so this is this is beautiful banter. This is beautiful banter. Right. So, um, but people were eating that, and my first thought was, where did they cook that? Where did they cook that Impossible Burger? What grill do they have set aside? And what did they create? And how, what did they create it from? That's the well, main thing. We know what the, you know, they used um, like different beets and different types of textures and different uh, glutens to vital white wheat gluten, not like bread gluten, to create this. We we know we can look at the recipe, but where was it actually being prepared in that? Wow. So right next to the meat. On the so, same grill. On the same, same grill. grill. Right. So the grease from the meat got on your Impossible Burger. <laughs> That's so, right. So if vegans out there let me sit you straight If that's what you're eating You're still eating Something that has touched Or been near meat No doubt Check this out We're going to come right back With you man You see the conversation Was already cracking <laughs> And so But we do want to touch on Coming back center Finding your space Making sure you understand That your sanity Is your best asset Right now Holla Black Black to the building Black to the field And black to the healing How is your health You know you got to have your own uh, wellness plan nowadays, man. If you got a care plan, that care plan is to care for yourself. No We're doubt. giving out you all some good information. Whether you are a meat eater or whether you're a predator or however you want to determine <laughs> wow. it, whether you're vegan, you're whether you're vegetarian, or whether you're in moderation and you kind of go back and forth, you got to find your register. Everybody can't do That's what right. everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I've seen a lot of vegans that are very much so overweight and, and have some of the same conditions that people have that eat meat or eat right. bad. So you, you're on point with what you're saying now. So, I but, wanted to find out how how do you dis, how do you make that distinction? What are the options when you all said about the carbohydrates? And what are the options quickly for those who may be listening? Well, first of all, um, plant based means exactly that plants, and if you're doing that, they should be unprocessed, and that's the only way that you can guarantee non GMO. And that's the only way That's that you genetically can, modified For those exactly. who don't know What that means And, and that for w- some people That can be difficult So I always Just to interrupt I uh, For two seconds I always say Think of color Think about the color Of your food The richness of the food The richness of the food the And the color colors, on your yeah. plate So if you notice That everything on your plate Is brown Then we have a problem I agree. Everything on your plate Is yellow Because it's corn It's macaroni and cheese <laughs> You know, oh, right. that's not that that's that's a lot of carbs. So yeah, it's right. and that's definitely not following any Absolutely. GMO. So not only non-processed, but just thinking about just because it can get too heavy for some people. So I always just think about you know this is green, 
this is yellow. You know, mm-hmm. so I've got my green. And they all have different. Um, my, my mom used to yeah. always tell me make, right. make your plate colorful. Yeah. Make your salad colorful. And make your vegetables snap. Yeah, the whole Impossible Burger, the whole process, uh, vegan movement, which, you know, several restaurants are doing that. For some people, that's a good start. But you have to be educated before you go right. and understand the temporary space that you're in. Because you're going to continue to evolve. Even me, being vegan, me and Rod talked about this all the time. I told him I love salmon. I would never... One of the one of the greatest things about being healthy is being happy. You cannot take that away from yourself. Anytime you feel like what you're doing is restricting your emotional balance, even if it may be good for you physically, biochemically, you're going to be... You're going to be mm-hmm. counterintuitive to your own happiness. And as long as that happens, you're going to go through emotional cycles that's going to cause you to binge and go back and forth anyway. So, with that and being guilt. the case, and guilt, exactly. So, that was dubbed If I Wasn't Black. The first uh, clip that y'all heard was insanity. And basically, what they said in that clip, Rod, which we're going to come back, is that once they label you insane, everything you do after that, they got control of. We're going to holler black. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. Now, back, back to, to the Griot Nation with, with Amin Rashidi and Unseen. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. The memorial honoring 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery continues to grow. But his family now has new questions after this cryptic note was spotted at the memorial. It reads, Ahmad, I am so sorry. I should have stopped them. I am so sorry. The card isn't signed, but clearly references Gregory McMichael and his son Travis, the two men charged in Arbery's death. News for Jax has learned the card is now considered a piece of evidence. In a statement released through their attorney, Arbery's family said they wanted to speak to the person who left it. The attorneys wrote, quote, They feel great sympathy for the person who wrote that note and would like to speak with them to determine what they knew or what they saw. If that person would like to confidentially come forward and communicate with the family, they can contact the legal team or reach out directly to Mr. Arbery's family. Black to the building, black to the feeling, and black to the healing, you all. First of all, thank everybody who listened to all of our community of listeners, you know, for 10 years or almost 11 years no running. Doubt. You've been so supportive of us, and we really do appreciate it. Uh, definitely, uh, Power 93.7 WBLK, much love, man. Appreciate everybody in Buffalo. No doubt, you know, we transitioned, you know, Albany. from there, obviously, to Albany. Yeah. Hot 99.1. one. Hey, yo, we got Thanks Supreme podcast. still on the scene. I haven't talked to him in yeah, a long time. Yeah, we definitely you know. need to get everything. Hey, and last week, man, redefined it. Ben- how I dare Kaji Brown throwing it down in Radio Phoenix. And now, you know, after talking to them not too long ago, you know, we got some bleeding in California. So, what uh, up, Cali? What's up, Cali? And, you know, Manchester, England. What's up, y'all? Yo. I just found out, you know, that we got a lot. We're going to go over some of the countries and cities in the UK that we can start kind of hollering at some of the people like Akala, AKS. I don't know who's hot over there now, but send us something. No doubt we'll rock you. And if you If we bleeding over In the Cali I know we in parts of Arkansas Wherever you at man yeah. Contact us So Let's we so you can become Our correspondents In these cities man That's Cause right. what That's we right. do Is driven by What's really going on On the ground um, That was I'm sorry Now For those that don't know Well first Sly Johnson uh, Just dropped a song Is it because I'm black But the clip before that Rod has to do with Ahmaud Arbery And the fact that Somebody that was involved In his situation Wrote a letter uh, basically saying they apologize for what took place with him and uh you know they feel like they were responsible and you know so there, there, there's what, 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 what was the rationale behind that they they just guilt 
Well, they said they felt like they were guilty because they were white. They was associated yeah, with white yeah, supremacy. Well, they did, they, they didn't. Or were they just standing on the sideline watching? No, actually, they supposedly had some intricate knowledge of what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, some things that popped off, and, and they know psychologically when it went down that they could have stopped it. So they sent a letter in. But that goes, like I said, some people that see that. You know, that's going to invoke your anger. Other people is going to invoke your sympathy. Yeah, because a man died. So exactly. Man. However you... you <laughs> that's, so, that's a part of the case. That's part of the resolution. The idea wow. is yeah. to be centered in this. And we talked about this early. So we're going to continue this conversation. School's getting ready to... We'll come back, back up, and give you an way. example of something else. Exactly. Mind. And the school's getting ready to open back up, y'all. And so the CDC is releasing guidelines for that. Very interesting stuff. We're going to holler black in the green eye minute. Peace. Black to the building, black to the only show, and not listen to the show. Hey, listen, don't say that out loud. <laughs> black to the building, black to the building, black to the healing, y'all. See, I wanted y'all to get a little, little buy-in of the conversation that sometimes just off the air. Uh, one of the things is the camaraderie is always having people that we can have a good conversation with. No if you can't take a lick and then keep on ticking, then you you can't watch us. You know, you gotta. Some of y'all that may be too old. They don't know nothing about Timex, right? I don't know anything about that. Wait a minute. Oh, 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 Definitely was We was, miss you baby girl was our She out there doing her thing You know Harlem's finest Tamara Boyd She listening Tamara Boyd She's a little sexy oh, man, Bitch I seen on Facebook though Oh uh, she uh, back Dude it up Yeah she I back. see you girl For those who don't know The sister's going through With a serious health struggle And in yeah. this moment She bouncing back That's very critical So it's nice to know That she's finding she her She no way. longer sick And shut in uh, That's good <laughs> That's good That's powerful and So with that being the case man Hey in this relationship segment You know The, the relationships that are created Outside of your Right outside of your main relationships, like how, what happens when you're in a relationship? Say you were, you know, in a relationship with a sister, which you are, um, and then the relationships you have with females around that relationship is very critical. Do, yes, sir. I, you know, obviously having being a uh, a national speaker and uh, having a little popularity at one time, um, you can't do anything and be very successful if you're not engaging successful women, uh, because that's they control that market. And if something is going really successful, it's going to be hard for you not to see them. So I had a lot of female friends that were professional female friends. And it never really got in the way of anything. Uh, I have never had that as a problem. When I was married, that wasn't an issue at first. Uh, but, you know, later on, there was some issues. And I don't think it was just that. And, and in my relationship now, it's not an issue. So, you know, I feel for brothers who are, and sisters where there is. Uh, I remember one time, and my daughter may not... I don't want to go into it. But anyway, she was dating a guy. She was in college, and she was a dancer. All my daughters was either majorette or something at South Oak Cliff, and she ended up getting a scholarship, and she was dancing at right. Langston University. Well, she was dating a young man who was a big t- basketball player. He went to the University of Iowa. So he didn't like her dancing. You know, he saw her a couple times, maybe on television or whatever. So he told her to stop dancing. Are you, are you serious? When she told me that, I was like, are you serious? Right. So I ain't going to even tell you what I said to him. About what I think you doing, brother? You in sports? Don't even talk to me. Yeah, but the the truth is, he, you know, it had nothing. He was just projecting his insecurities. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I was saying the whole time. Everybody's got to be grown. You know, no matter what, you got to be grown, and you have to check your ego, and you have to know the the their spirit. You know, we've talked about our. 
who we really are, you right. know, and and yeah. and being right. authentic. Right. And if you really know your man, and your man really knows you, I like how that sounds. If you know your man, if you know your man, you know, <laughs> right. um, then you don't have to worry about anybody else. My- but if when you don't know him mm. and you doubt him, and it's always in the back of your mind, mm. he doesn't think I'm really yeah. pretty. Mm. He doesn't think that I'm really sexy. Yeah. Mm. And when we're together, mm. I see those wandering eyes, mm. brothers. You don't know what a mind game those wandering eyes. And those quick looks as sisters passing by will play on us. Well, first of all, oh. hold on. Let me. Let me you know what? It. That's the way. But that's a very good point. You yeah. know, that's, that's a point. We we're not seeing is what she's saying us. Yeah, that we don't see that. You don't but see, see that. Okay, but see, that's a good point. but see, what I do in, in that regard because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna limit who I am. And 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 if what I do is me and Rob been doing this for a long time. Plus, I got my own business. And we've come across, like you say, Rob, I don't know how long, how many amounts of females. I put my, I allow my woman to be at the forefront of my business. So, any woman that comes to me comes through her in the first place. You get what I'm saying? So, in other words, the relationship, you, I don't think is, I don't think is, I don't think is wise to have a close, intimate relationship, business or otherwise, with another female without your woman. Being at the forefront of that, or at least being by your side when it happens, because you don't want to look up and be like, "Who is this?" Well, well, that should never I happen. I think that's beautiful, but it can't. I don't think it can always be that way. I, I make it my it, business. It, I check this out. It can work that way. We did a multi-million dollar business, me and my ex-wife. Exactly. And, and when at one time that was excellent, it was great. But the minute that we really started having serious issues with each other, we we said we weren't going to let it blend in the business. But, but it, it still did, did mm-hmm. you know, and and it was difficult. And even sitting up in a meeting when we really gone at each other with the common interest of running our business, sometimes we take shots at each other. Right. We've gone too far now. Right. right. Yeah. So with that being the case, y'all, we're going to continue this conversation. we got a relationship segment coming up in the second half. I know a lot of people have a lot of different ways to look at this. Yeah. You no know, uh, I've been married before. And it, like you said, it's. And it depends on, like the sister said, the type of people that are in the relationship. And what she said, knowing your man or knowing the woman that exactly. you're with. That, that's, exactly. That's major. And, and the, woman's, the woman's first language and only language is security. We're going to holler black in, in a minute. Get your back up off the wall. Tell me. <laughs> they don't make it like that no more. We're going to keep it moving, y'all. When yeah. we come back, we're going to get into uh, uh, Helpful Hints for Parents, the Core Addiction Healing Experience. The show is going to continue, man. Having a great time. The energy is well. Hope y'all feeling the vibe, man. Yo, y'all get down. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. Our souls have been kidnapped by circumstance and catch 22 and are currently being held hostage for 12 million politics and 7,000 weak dudes. We do kiss ass, we do mediocrity, we do deny all history, we do forgive them for slavery, we do what you want us to. We do sell our souls to having to hold misery for the imagery of founding fathers that look nothing like we. We do deny you and me. We say forget our ancestry, never retell that story. Forget the plantation without regard to self-preservation. The only time we regulate our blackness is when caught in. Then it's like pulling a trigger, only the bullets never end. We see the hanging corpses that degrade our ascension to the White House. We see the manhood in the mouth of our 13-year-old great-grandmother in the South. We see the black back infected by degradation and the whip of inhumanity. And slaves wishing, praying, and manipulating illness to not just be sick but die. But I do not hope death for the slaves as I do the modern-day slave. To a six-letter word that dictates enough hate 
to cry, fight, and die. Me personally, I'm wishing death on the nigga that would marry Becky, denounce Tasha because the backbone is a black bone that gave him a home when he was young. But she has a flavor that he labels salty. I hope death for the nigga that would rob his brother to look fly in Jordans and boast another lover. I hope death unto the nigga that is ashamed of his broad nose and lips and thus rejects any woman darker than this because he wants pretty kids. Death to the end of the dead locks and kinks it in the hairs in her head and then locks it in her head. The yellow women are weak or watered down versions of themselves. Death to the end that thinks her lemony complexion equates perfection and that she's entitled to more than a sister of mahogany. Death be unto the end that would deny her heritage to climb a corporate ladder that she uses to shatter ceilings and spits the glass and the eyes of her brothers and sisters on their way up. Say death is unto the nigga that refuses to raise his seed because of his league of d- dreams. I speak death to the nigga that brings life to this world that she herself has not conquered, and thus all her dreams and chances she defers like the raisin in the sun. I seek death for the nigga that robs his family for a hit because he didn't make it or couldn't cut it or just wanted to try it. These are the true tragedies of our history. These are the bad words of our community. When will we be delivered from the thieves again pimping Christianity and our women's sanity? When will we take the building funds of the billion black churches and rebuild on top of the crack houses across the street from them? When will the Zigan get together to do more than defeat each other, mourn the dead, and get work done on our heads? When will we want more than slavery reparations, but reparations for the AIDS epidemic, the drug infestation, the manifestation of the ghetto? When will we take the same emotion, gumption, guts, and glory to overcome the word and the story? In an effort to promote spiritual and emotional well-being, we've come up with ideas and concepts to benefit the human body as well as the human spirit. So sit back and relax and prepare yourself for the Cora Dixon healing experience. Uh, Nick Joseph has been dealing with stocks and bonds and financial literacy for a long time. He's going to expand on this a little bit more. He was introduced to me by Lawrence Jones, the brother that helped get me mentored back in the early 80s, late 80s, like late early, early 90s. But nevertheless, I'm an admirer of my man. Uh, Lawrence Jones Obviously he is as well This is a part of that connection uh, He's talking about financial literacy We all need to know about that Ladies and gentlemen This is my man Nick Josie What's happening brother? Hey how you doing? Man I am doing fantastic Man I, let's talk a little brother About uh, how you came to be Where you are now Well I, I think that, um, I wanted, well, First of all I want to tell you Thank you very much for having me But I wanted this to be a part of A, a, a longer and continued dialogue It will be And I got uh, this is my 25th year in, in, financial, in the financial sector, and I, I share with Brother Rashidi that with, when you have um, uh, a tough situation in your family, you can, you can you have two ways in which you can go. You can go the negative way, you can go the positive way. So when life happened to my family many years ago, I chose to take a, a negative and turn it into a positive. So I wanted to make sure that I, I wanted to find a way to get into financial services so that I could help a lot of people. So. Uh, 25 years ago, I was selling stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and different types of insurance. And so I was a financial advisor. And uh, so I worked for big name companies and things like that. But I got off the road 16 years ago because I realized I'm traveling all over the country. And there's a lot of folks that look like us that we missed. And, not, and the thing is, is, we didn't, it wasn't even a matter of being able to sell them. We had to educate them first before they could become informed uh, financial consumers and I realized that a lot of the companies I work for well two, two big companies they bypassed the minority community they said no they got purchasing power they don't have 
savings discipline. Mm. I said, that's not true. So I said, let me, so 16 years ago, I said, let me try to educate as many people as I possibly can about this stuff. I want to educate them about the importance of saving money for emergencies. The same stuff I speak to other people about around the country. I said, let me, I bet you, if you let me give me a chance, I'm going to speak to our people about saving money for emergencies, making sure that they have insurance instead of GoFundMe, making sure they understand the different types of investments, whether it's a stock or a bond or a mutual fund, not some get-rich-quick scheme, making sure that if you're working, make sure that you are putting some money away for retirement, whether it's a 401k or 403b, 457 plan, or what have you. They, and then the last thing is, uh, the, I only focus on five areas. The fifth area is estate planning. I don't care if you have two nickels to your name. You have a, you need to have a will, a durable power of attorney, a health care proxy, and have something in writing that says what your final wishes are. A lot of folks in the community don't have those five things, those, those five areas covered. That's why I'm doing what I do. I, I, I got a quick question, brother. Um, you bet. This is unseen, and I uh, appreciate what you just said. So my question becomes, it didn't sound Greek to me, but on a day-to-day survival tip, it's difficult for people to understand where their next meal or where their next paycheck is going to come from and be able to also engage in some of the things that you just talked about. So what do you advise to, to bridge that gap? I'm asking, society tells you, you know what, you got to do all this stuff by yourself. No, you don't. You have to go back to what used to work. Uh, my family's from the south and they were dirt dirt poor dirt poor right. they stuck together they had neighbors they had friends they had they said look if I got a little food you got something pull that stuff together find a way to make it work um, um, no you know, families are, you, have, you have families that come over here um, from different countries they'll get 10 deep in that apartment or that house and they make it work uh-huh. so there's no reason why you need to be struggling if you if you know you can reach out to somebody to listen we gotta get on the same page I heard uh, brother Armand Rashidi speak and he said we need to pull our stuff together that's real togetherness and I, yeah. I know I get frustrated on this but this is what I'm saying I want all tickets lifted I want people who've gotten out of prison who are paying probation or parole fines I want those dropped I got a host of things brother that I know could be dropped that would take some of the pain off just the working class folks now I ain't asking y'all to do that I'm just asking y'all to have a lane so when we step in that lane they can learn but we need a long term campaign to start pushing during this election year just want to throw that out there but let me throw this in there to answer both of you guys the circumstances and the condition in which we live is driving our thoughts and one thing that I hear you and Unseen constantly saying is that we're in control of our mindset. Just because you're living paycheck to paycheck don't mean you don't have a means to save. Is it at the volume that he's talking about with the five factors? No, you save, prepare, store up at the level in which you own, whether that be paycheck to paycheck. Let's take it back to the church and the community. You find a way to pay tithes. I'm not against tithe. I'm an evangelist, licensed and ordained myself. But if I'm going to figure out a way to give God his tenth, I have to figure out a way to put a tent somewhere up in my house for my own because coming from surviving six surgeries in one year, how I made it is not because I make a lot of money or have a lot of money, but you best believe I strategically, and I can show it to you here, I budget every dime that comes through my door. With that being said, y'all, yo, bro, we going to definitely have you come back um a little later in the show before you go right now uh would you like to let the people know where they can get in contact with you yes um so the company i started years ago was the vincita institute v-i-n 
C-I-T-A. So Vincita.org. Or they can catch us on Instagram, Vincita Institute. Um, or if they want to catch us on email, it's info at Vincita.org. No doubt. So with that being said, y'all, we're going to continue the conversation. We saw where it went. We saw it go back to something that we know we lost, which was community consciousness. And we're going to continue to rebuild that community consciousness through our Reclaiming the Village campaign and not to mention the rest of the show. My man Nick will be right back with us. Y'all hold it down. Black to the building, black to the field, and black to the healer, you all. This is your man, I'm Rashidi, a.k.a. Papa Rao, and these are your helpful hints for parents. I was just talking to Britt a little bit earlier, and I showed a little clip on my helpful hints for parents because we're about to do something with BWNY News and BWNY News featuring helpful hints for parents. So I went on there, and I was throwing this thing up in the air, and I said, this is not a ball, and it wasn't a ball. It was a melon, and I'm seeing I know this very well because many times we would go to school and ask them where the carrots come from, where the corn come from, and I'm seeing we can all say together, they say it come from the Store that lets you know that we have not making sure that our children know what real food is. What I do is I make sure my grandchildren know what real food is, is because we sit down and we discuss foods. We sit down and we eat those foods together. And the other thing about that is it wasn't me who said it. Talking so much about good foods around my grandchildren, my grandson, one of my grandson, Prince, said, "You know what the original fast food is, Granddad?" I'm like, "No, nah, what it is? Apples, oranges, and bananas." So that means he's internalizing it. So for all you parents, y'all, give them a banana. Tell them that that's the great. The greatest fast food that they can eat and let's change their ideas and conditions about good food how the black y'all yo rap academics let's get black academics y'all know how we get down man helping hints for parents that was my man Papa Rod we had the great Shug Avery death to the N-I Ooh, yep. sure. Y'all peeped it out, man. Hey, I ain't, I ain't talking about the one on color purple. Either. No doubt. And check this out, man. We come she back. from Dallas. We're going to wrap up the first half of the show, man. I hope y'all riding with us. Holla, blood. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. Now, back, back to, to the Griot Nation with Amin Rashidi and Unseen. Black to the building, black to the feeling, and black to the healing. It is your man, Amin Rashidi, a.k.a. Papa Ra. And as always, you all, I would start like go with Don Kadeem. It's always important. We should love peace and soul. But as always, one of the no things doubt. that we all want to do is, you know, from the South, we have a great deal of... <laughs> a great deal of hospitality And uh, I mean it when I tell you all Thank you There's no way we would stay on the air If you all weren't listening to us We know we couldn't be in the media capital of the world This long without getting love from you all And we thank you so much And thank you to Britt Thank you for coming into the family no We doubt. surely appreciate you Of course no doubt. Of course I appreciate you appreciating me And my uh, comments And what I bring to the I love your fearlessness And my, and my, and my Quirky, quirky kind of way. Yeah. Uh, Every we sister like we bring to the table be fearless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just bring soldiers to the table. No you know? I know y'all. Yeah, no doubt. So, man, you know, Rod, trying to stay centered right now, man. I have to applaud you and what you've done, and, and you know, you know, where you taking your health um, before this happened, right. and during the course of this happening, you know, it's basically taking it to the next level to the point the brother got a beautiful beard, beard growing out his face right oh, yeah. now you know, well, you we, know we, we want to give people the, the formula for that I, I, I want to say this uh, I found myself when I was by myself when you, you'll find yourself when you're by yourself remember a long time ago you and I had this conversation and we said selfishness is seeking self Sometimes you got to become selfish about who you are yeah. and get some time for yourself and look in the mirror. And I looked in the mirror and I, I didn't want no, no Grecian form. I didn't want nothing. I want to see what does Armin look like naturally. 
right. what 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 do you look like if you get up every morning or if you work out every night and all the things you and I've been talking about and you actually eat those things that way. Right. And I feel the difference now. You know, I used to have to have St. John's Ward. I thought I always had to have something for my mood. Uh, and I realized that I'm not an aggressive person. I'm just a good person. And I'm assertive in what I say. And I had to learn to accept that. For a while, I was adjusting. I was adjusting to make people around me comfortable we because my tone it. was too yeah, strong on my song. So point, sometimes, yeah. You know, so. This, uh, this past weekend, I did something that so many of us have been doing during this quarantine. Okay. I binged on Netflix. But in Penny Dreadful, there's a character, the monster, who was created by Frankenstein. He's captured by these people that want to. I got a point here. That want to take him <laughs> yeah, out you. and put him on display. So the lady comes to him and she's got this dirty accent and she's like, "Why aren't you screaming and crying?" And the monster looks up at her and he's sitting on the ground and he says, I wasn't created to scream. Mic drop. Check this out, y'all. We're going to bring the like story that. back in the second half of the show. I hope y'all feeling it. Y'all know what it's about. Six days and counting for those that's not coming back. For those that are, life, love, love and liberation. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. It's about life. You can't kill an idea whose time is coming. Don't let them make you scared of our own children. Whoever controls the minds of your children controls the destiny of your race. The original street war is woman is wisdom, and wisdom is the breath of God. Straight may end up being something that may save your life. Now, the Griot Nation with Amon Rashidi and Black Unseen. to the building, black to the feeling, and black to the hill in the second hour of power. It's your man, Amon Rashidi. You know what time it is. Papa Raw. Yo, that echoes throughout the continents, y'all. That's how we get down. I'm the capital UNC, and it's the Griot Nation radio show. We got the beautiful Brit in the building. I woke up literally one day, and I said, nothing dies That's, That's a problem. We about to get it cracking. Lacking, hollow blacking. Let's get it. Peace. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. You're as violent as they come. I know this because I'm as violent as they come. With the constraints of society were lifted, and I was all that stood between you and a meal, you would crack my skull with a rock and beat my meeting parts. The girl he thinks you're harmless, that you can be controlled, but I know it's different. You don't know me. Oh, but I do. Oh, I know you. We've known each other for some years. Black to the building, black to the field, and black to the healing. It is your man, I'm in Rashidi, aka Papa Ron. For those who are listening, welcome. Diamond Rashidi in the Griot Nation featuring my man Unseen. And in the house, we got my girl Britt Miller. You gonna be, hey, you're in the back, in in, in the black ground. No and, and there's a reason why we keep saying the black thing. It ain't nothing but love, you all. So what we're doing is we creating a synergy. We're creating a climate for love for each other. And I'm setting this up because Britt said something unique in the last hour. Right. And then during the outtakes, we always say some deep stuff in the right, outtakes. Right, right, right. But Tell me, tell us the story, and then I want to know the moral of that story. All right, so I was talking about Penny Dreadful, which is a you horror. Don't have to rush it. Go okay. Ahead. Oh, good. I thought I had to rush it. Slow down. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but in Penny Dreadful, there's the, the Frankenstein, and Frankenstein creates a monster. Of course, we know this from right. the story. Everybody thinks that the monster's name was Frankenstein, but it was really Doctor. The Doctor. That's right. Yeah. The monster was just Something always like known as the monster, right? So, um, but the monster's captured by these really bad people. They put him in this horrible place. 
and the female, the woman comes to him and, and be, while he's behind the gate and she asks him, why aren't you screaming? And, and, you know, and he looks at her and he goes, I wasn't created to scream. And that was about mm. three o'clock in the morning when that when I heard that and it registered to my very soul. And it said, we were not created to scream. He's actually he said, my maker did not create mm. me to scream. That's what it was. Our makers did not create us wow. to scream. Didn't create us to run. So now mm. we're going through a quarantine. We're going through losing our jobs. We're going through questions with our kids and how mm. to do what we need to do. But we were not created to scream. That's so when he stood up, this was the most powerful part. When he stood up, he touched the the gates that were locked, pushed on them with just a little bit of strength. And they opened. Opened because he broke them open. And I hate to say this, it was gore. He killed everybody in there. But anyway, the point is that we are so powerful. That's right. And we just sit on it. But once we stand up and know what we were created for, know how powerful we are, oh my God, we were created. Our creator did not make us scream. This did it. Not- did not make us to have that kind of descent. So anyway, I walked with that, and I've been kind of sharing that. When we think about being centered, think about being who we really are, what were we created to do? So wow. I know, looking at myself personally, I was created to create something on this planet that would help other people better themselves. There it I is, y'all. And check this end. out. Brother the Ali, end. Morning in America. That's my man, Papa Ra's favorite artist. And I got a second that notion. But to to the sister's point, Rod and um, Alpha and Omega, based on what Britt said, I want to take that be perfect and capture yeah, what she just no said because that was beautiful, man. Storytelling is is powerful. It's everything. You man. love songs everything. because of the story. Everything that you love, everything, movies, bro. you love. Everything yeah. is about that story. They could not have sold the Bible. And I'm going the somewhere with that. So remember, we're writing a narrative to our own story. Our own story. No no we got to make sure it's a good ending. Yeah, and if no you don't doubt. know how, we can teach you. Yeah, and there it is, y'all. So, with that being the case, Griot Nation, welcome, welcome, welcome for those that's just joining us for this half of the show. If you didn't get the last half, it was dope in and of itself. Seemed like it goes so quick, it yeah. goes so fast. So, y'all got to start tuning into the podcast because guess what? We get raw and we know, you know, uh, what we say, no commercials. You know what I mean? And so, <laughs> no commercials on. Yes, not exactly. And so, uh, to your point, right? You you often told a story, and, and you know we've heard this before. You know, elephants in the in the cage. That's and, right. And being trained and, and you know Just You don't even have to Lock the door no more They won't no. even go toward it And so You know When they finally wake up Or stand up Like this, like Sister Britt just said yeah. They walk right out And I that's think right. that's where We at right now Donald Elijah Muhammad Also said You know Once we stand up It'll be like We were never down Ain't it? And they're powerful. terrified By the standing up And it's like Wait a minute It's still an elephant So you don't run and scream It's an elephant That you've been trying to, right. to hold on to It always was We are always Created to be so big and so much, and when we stand up and we do it, people act like they're surprised. I'm surprised. That well, you, and you know what? One of the one of the biggest things that you said was a reminder was that the fact is that Frankenstein is the monster. And he always was, remember that Frankenstein and he was given the, the name exactly. <laughs> he was yeah. the monster. Was the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Frankenstein yeah, was, a doctor, was a doctor. That's what I meant. Yeah. And he was yeah. named after yeah. his creation, he, right? Yeah. yeah. And and the, the monster, which is always known, that's right, as the monster. And do you know what the monster desired more than anything else in the world? What did he want? He wanted a mate. Mm. But I give you a question you know though. What? I got a, I got a quick created, question. This is what Frankenstein it was. Wasn't he it? was created to love. And you remember when they created the, when they when they created the female? Because I watched all of them. Mm. She was afraid of him, and she was afraid of yeah. him, and did not love him. Yeah. So what is that? Ooh. The things that we desire the most sometimes. So Ooh. Big Milk said this. Girl, no. Big Milk said this. We said, man, what they create now? They said they create monsters. monsters. I remember so that. So the question yeah. becomes: This was a brother that was in prison. They so called the him monster. Big Milk. Yeah. So who's the real monster? That's very heavy. The, the, the invention that. or the one that's creating the invention? You got to be 
a monster to create one. That's true. Yo, think about where we at right now as a mm-hmm. people, and think about how yeah. we was, how we arrived in this moment. We gonna holler black and agree our minutes. You know what's happening right now. Agree our yeah. nation news, baby. Make sure you, especially in this time, log on to blackagendareport.com. Holler black and agree our minutes. It's the Griot Nation News featuring the Black Agenda Report, where we give you the best of activism and journalism. Justin Mujahid Khalibi is an activist doing hard time in the U.S. prison gulag. Today at lunch, I was sitting with some of my homies from New York, who had, and one of them had asked when I had gotten involved for the first time in political struggle. When I told him it was at age 14 that I began to seriously identify myself as a communist, he was like, that's why they got you. You were doing too much at a young age. You were a legit political prisoner. That's when I turned the discussion around. Now, all of you are political prisoners. POWs, y'all were arrested. Y'all were not arrested, y'all were captured by an enemy. We talked about how the term gang is used for formations of young black and brown men while it's never seriously used to describe the greatest purveyors of violence in the world, the U.S. military. It's not used for middle or upper class white men who commit crimes or the police. So we got to the crux of the issue. They're afraid of these youth whom they label as gang members, not because of what they do, but what they can become if they get organized and politically educated. This is the main reason why the feds assassinated Fred Hampton, who was trying to merge what was then called the Blackstone Rangers, what is now the Black Peastones, with the BPP. This is why the state of California still kills Tookie, and it explains why whenever Bloods and Crips have a truce, the police break it up with Cointel Pro Tactics. To that point, I was kicking it with my old head last night and he was telling me about his mentor, Dr. Matulo Shakur. He said that every jail that brother goes to, he starts a truce between any black organization that are in conflict with each other. And you know what? He doesn't get any form of accommodation. No, he's greeted with an abrupt transfer to another prison. That's why if the BOP has their way, Dr. Shakur will never see another medium yard. They'll always be in the pen. Too much influence. That's what they say when you're a leader trying to educate the youth and get them out of self-destructive activities. It's reason enough to give Imam Jamil Alameen a gag order and transfer him from Georgia State Prison to ADX Florence Supermatch, Colorado. And it's reason enough for a quote-unquote gang leader, even after he has reformed and renounced violence, to be stuck in that same underground high-tech dungeons in 24-7 isolation for the rest of their natural lives. Security and good order of the institution, they say. And it's not only radicals and leaders with too much influence who get stuck in higher security prisons. It's those youth who I mentioned above, who are as well. Similar to how California State used to validate alleged gang members, the BOP has a similar process whereby gang association becomes a public safety factor, a PSF, that permanently precludes one from going to a minimum security prison. One doesn't have to be a member of a particular organization either. Merely knowing and hanging out with one makes you an associate, and therefore entire hoods can come under that designation. Youth under 25, they're automatically given 
a higher custody rating. Do you have a drug crime? Higher. Criminal record? You with a 10 now. You do the math. It's not for the security, discipline, and good order of the institution. It's America's war on black and brown Griot Nation News, featuring the Black Agenda Report at blackagendareport.com. Yo, that was blackagendareport.com. That was Griot Nation News. This is the Griot Nation radio station and show. I hope y'all enjoying it, man. We got podcasts. We expanding our reach. You got beautiful sisters coming G, on. Holla Black. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Reclaim our voice. Reclaim our history. Reclaim our power. Support the Reclaim in the Village campaign. www.reclaimingthevillage.org. Protect. Black to the building, black to the building, black to the healing. It is your man. I'm a Rashidi. And guess what? I am an Aquarius. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You're real good, too, unseen and talking about the signs. And we know that those signs actually do mean something. And, you know, sometimes I used to get angry because, you know, my wife used to read the horoscope. It was like every day she had to read it. But maybe it was for her own entertainment. But once I started reading it, Hell, I started reading it every day as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. It, it can be somewhat stimulating. I just want to say that, man. But big ups on the floaters, man. I started okay. on the clock. I'm like, man. Oh, so right now, y'all, back. back in our second half of this, of this conversation about yeah. how you relate to females or men outside of your original mate once you have a mate. What, well, what's the security? And she spoke to something that was great. The yeah, only reason why it becomes a problem yeah. is because if a woman is insecure inside the relationship, right. there's no way in hell she's going to be secure outside of it. Definitely. You know, so sometimes those insecurities are, are maintained by some of the things that we do that we're not Always. aware of. Yeah. And most of the times, a lot of our conflicts are based on things that we're not aware of. We think we know and we act accordingly. That's and then point. we have adverse reaction from the person we love because we think she thinks this. We create a story. Oh, yeah. I love create that, that premise of creating a story. Example. So I had uh, dinner ready, 7 o'clock. Dude calls, says I'll be at at 5.45. He says, I'm coming home at 7. I'll be done with everything I'm doing at 7.30. He wasn't there. 8 o'clock, he wasn't there. At 9 o'clock, not there. Now, I will tell you, I did not get angry. I know him. Mm. I know when he says 7 (laughs) o'clock. If any, because of his line of work, if anything comes up, he's got to go left. Right. And I have to know just to hang on. So when mm. he did get there at 10, there was a bubble bath, Ooh. there was a glass of wine, oh, come on. and there was consideration to understand that, baby, I know wow. what your work is. I know mm. what you do every day. And if you could have been here at 7, you would have been here at 7. It's dinner. It's food. It's in the fridge. It can be warmed up. That's not that important. I didn't write a story. I didn't, the story I could have written is so many sisters write and, and, and brothers, you know, oh, he probably was somebody else. And then mm-hmm. he's not that being considerate. Women. He's not, yeah, he's not right. being considerate. He doesn't right. care about my time and what I'm doing. So when he comes home, you've already written a story and he's got that negative energy. He can't even explain what happened mm-hmm. because I'm going to hit you and react to you based on the story okay. that I created. So here's 
my point. Was it necessary for him to communicate with you what was going on, or did you just accept it as it was? I just accepted it as it because was. Because wow, she said she knew him. I know and, him. And, and, I, and let me say this too. I know him. It, knowing knowing that, when she comes in, when a woman does, a woman does something like that for me, and I see that, Oh God, man! She, she just took me to another level. Ain't oh, no God. confrontation now. Now, now, if she was a queen, she's a bigger queen. Yeah, but now, the confrontation, you know? the confrontation was, would would have in this particular case would have been oh, on her end. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, but then because I know she, she, I always she rewrote the narrative to help me move. Stuff. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah, <laughs> you rewrote the narrative yourself. And so yeah. many of us try to write the narrative based on what should or shouldn't be. The vows for the wedding vows are already pre-written. That's right. You know, you supposed to sit and write those between, but <laughs> right. but has the ha, how the state has it, the licensing agency has it written out. If you try to live by those and not the ones that you really have with right. that person, you're gonna have a problem. Yeah, because nobody can write, you know, at least the, the the story of your life and what your commitment's gonna be to each other. That's determined by the two That's people right. who are going into the relationship. And a lot of times we base our relationship on someone else. That's artificial. That's right. It goes back to what you said initially. You got to get to know him. And he's got to get to know you. And into, once you get to know, into me, see. Oh yeah. And that's a com, that's a continuous process. That's something that's, like that's that something we have to understand. Yeah. The note mm-hmm. you said is a continuous conversation. Yeah, just like that. Because yeah. you can be in love yeah. with someone and, and then love them even more as you go forward, start seeing things they do, and say, "Hey, man, you know, baby girl, just you know what? I just love you." You already right. say you love her, right. but you just see things that you hadn't seen before. Absolutely. Sometimes I think yeah. we get complacent. With oh, that person man, Well we easy. stop at love Love is I'm sorry to be this one But love is not enough I, I agree To me I agree. You know All of a sudden I see you And I respect you All of a sudden I see you And I honor you All of a sudden I see you And I know That you are A powerful person That has Love is just The beginning it's But just, that's the it's point though. Side note. That, I, that's, that's that, that gets you in the door I, I, I always <laughs> tell people Love the least, is the least Of what you're gonna get But at the end of the day As you move forward That love expands And it, and, and it is defined By those things yeah. The respect yeah. The understanding The patience Patience is like and, and normally It's not patience For the other person It's patience for, for yourself. yourself To be able to have That understanding And like you say And don't be complacent Always stick to the idea right. Of what you're in the building for And don't allow expectations and, and, To build up in your own mind thing, One of the simplest things That you hear all the time that, that applies to a great degree The same thing it took to get her Is the same thing it takes to keep There it is Y'all check it out Relationship segment Y'all know how we do man It's always powerful I know y'all ain't getting enough man So we gonna have to Basically expand Oh guess what We already did We got the podcast jumping off man Make sure y'all check it out uh, Mighty G Force Nation Go to the I mean go to the uh, Facebook page Check out the podcast It's gonna be back at you next Share week it also. Tell share it man. Share it share it share it, share it. Best of there. The Griot 411 With John C's coming up John Caesar. That's right It's the Griot 411 Your infotainment destination Giving you a conscious view Into the world of entertainment Peace and love Brothers and sisters You already know It's your boy John Caesar The one and only Anybody tell you anything different They mama and they sister Is the phony One of my best idols Richard C. Gregory Y'all might know him As Dick Gregory Now if you don't know About Dick Gregory He was born October 12, 1932 Dick Gregory was an African-American comedian. He also was a civil rights activist, social writer. He he was entrepro-negro and also a conspiracist theorist. That's right. I can't pronounce it, but I can say stuff. He was a theorist, conspiracy. He was all about that conspiracy stuff. All right. And he was occasionally an actor. Now, during the 1960s, Gregory became a pioneer in stand-up comedy for his no-holds-barred sets. 
White folks in this country dirtied up the word black, not us. White folks in America corrupted power, not us. And then one day we come to. One day we come through with two innocent words, black power, and everybody go crazy. But had we said, brown strength. <laughs> oh, everybody would accept that. And we wouldn't make walk down the street without white folks greeting us. Brown strength, my brother. Brown strength. He mocked bigotry and racism. He performed primarily to black audiences at the segregated clubs in 1961, when he became the first black comedian to successfully cross over to a white audience, appearing on television and putting out record-breaking albums. Devil food cake is gone. <laughs> Understand it good now. A little bitty lie is a white lie. You can't find nothing no blacker than a tornado until it gets ready to clean up the white lady's kitchen, then it's a white tornado. To my main man, Dick Gregory. at 411, your infotainment destination. That's Flashlight, y'all. That's my man, one of my man's favorite songs. That's, yeah. that, that was the was soundtrack the of grade, my life growing up. And I was up. living in Oklahoma when I first heard Flashlight. A very intimate song <laughs> between me and my mother. Um, serious, serious song, man. So every time I bump it, you know, I had that, that dual feeling. But at the end of the day, it is a terrific song. I know y'all got up and banged to it. And it's deep, too. Great comedy. Oh, it's heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah. Especially for this time. Yeah. Go back, reassess, look through the lens of the moment, and see your blessings. We're going to holler black in the reality. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. Visit griotnationradio.com. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. In an effort to promote spiritual and emotional well-being, We've come up with ideas and concepts to benefit the human body as well as the human spirit. So sit back and relax and prepare yourself for the Cora Dixon healing experience. All right, black to the building, black to the field, and black to the healing. You know, that commercial was really quick. That's how we roll this game. Uh, Nick, you know, you got us really fired up, brother. It's not that we don't have this conversation on a regular basis, and we do. Uh, and then, you know, we have a group of students that we're working with on a regular basis in about 26, 27 schools with about 500 students and access to a whole bunch more. But, you know, we need this to get to their parents and to everybody else. But I want to speak to one of the things that you said in reference to and one of the things that Tamara said. We know, you know, where the money is. The money that we that we could save is in our vices. So the, the, these things are things that we've latched on that we are attached to because they, we got to survive. And many times we, we self-medicate. So we're not only dealing with some issues in reference to money, we're dealing with issues in reference to addiction, too. Sometimes we are addicted to poverty and the circumstantial side effects that come along with it. I just wanted to throw that piece out there for those who are listening. You can save some of your money and right. some of your vices. Right. So, Nick, um, with that being said, bro, you know, uh, we all know that we have some healing to do. And the way we spend our money, which is something that we're told is most valuable in this society is and a reflection is a reflection <laughs> of how we value ourselves. So in 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 concert with financial literacy, is it anything that you do uh, or speak to psychologically to help people get over that hurdle? 
Yes, I do. I tell I ask people um, a couple things. I say, listen, look at in your in your community. Everywhere I go, I say, look in your community. Tell me about the billboards that you see in your community. Are they asking you to save money, or are they asking you to spend your money? Yes, sir. Look at your billboards. Come on, Nick. not to mention what they're asking you to spend it on. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to touch that because you know. I'm going to ask you another thing. I'm going to ask you Come another on, thing. Come on, Nick. Come look on. At the, Somebody but me. Look at the businesses that in. If I told you, I said, I said, Tamara, there's, there's gold in your neighborhood. Uh huh. You said, look, I've been up and down these streets. I ain't seen no gold in this. You, I don't, you, Nick, you don't know what you're talking about. I said, guess what? You look at every business that's run by people that don't look like you. They know there's gold in that, in that neighborhood, and they're going to take that money out of your community and go to their community and spend their money. Well, first they know of all, that folks have purchasing. Power. If they if there's no money there, they wouldn't be there. It's two things I gotta ask you real Nick, real quick, Nick. First of all, when we say community and black folks, that seems like an illusion right now. So the whole concept of what the community look like it looks like is one thing because where we, we stay we exactly because we don't have a unified ideal as to what that is. That's right. number one. Number two. Right. The, the lottery man And somebody told me When I was in Buffalo That the lottery Is just a tax on the poor Could you speak to that Well I, I'm going to piggyback On what you mentioned What was said before Yes sir You got alcohol You got lottery You got all the things That are sucking money Easily Out of people's pockets Hair I'm asking people Hair. I'm asking I said, I said look Who's the most important person In this room In the room where you are right now I want you to point to The most important person In that room right now you gotta be it yourself. can't be me. <laughs> exactly. Right. But guess what? I tell you this today, right? I'm telling you today. But you gotta remember that three for 365 days that you are the most important person in this room. Some people will bend over backwards, spend and give out their last to help somebody else. I said no. If you if and, and if you go when you travel and you fly, the, the 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 captain says, listen, if we if there's a lot of cabin pressure, that air mask is gonna come down. We want you to put the mask on. Who first? Yourself you. Before you can even yourself help your, first, your child Before you try to take care of somebody else right. So if you are the most important person in the room I'm asking you Do something for you first Now I want you to remember this If you don't remember anything else I say I have a 10-20-70 rule Whenever you get a dollar Because whatever you do with a dollar Then you're going to do it 10 And you're going to do it 100 10, 10 cents Do something for somebody else If you not great If you want to do something Do something Give that away because everyone in, in this society understands the importance of karma. People in the, in, in the, in the, in the minority communities, they hear karma, oh, karma is something else. Something, karma is a being. No, karma is, is, is a, there's two sides to that coin. There's a good side and there's a not so good side. So if you do something for somebody, that's coming back. If you do something to somebody, that's coming back too. So my 10, my 10 27 rule, 10, give that away. 20, whenever you get a dollar, put 20 cents away for you. That's for your emergency fund. And that's how that sister was able to have six surgeries in a year and still survive. With that because being she said, planned. she was proactive versus reactive. Absolutely. Yo, that is, and, then that 70, and that 70%, that's what you take care of your bills and the buckets I give people. Well, that is, uh, Nick, what you're dropping right now is super powerful, man. We need to get more information. How do we get in contact with you? How do we stay involved? And how do we transform our lives, man? Follow us on, on Instagram. I'm putting uh, helpful posts up there each and every day. Uh, and Vincita Institute, that's out there. Uh, if they have questions on email, it's info at vincita.org. 
and that's a good way. Hey, reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to get back to folks. But we're speaking, we're speaking to more uh, colleges and universities and, and more organizations and trying to get the word out so people can make better informed decisions so they don't get taken advantage of. So, and the thing is, is so that they can get in the game. We're leveling the playing field because people don't talk to people, uh, folks, about the, the importance of savings. They, they want you to be consumers because they want, now let me, let me give it this and I'm done. Black Friday. Only time you ever hear about black being good is about Black Friday. Black Friday is when these companies that are in the red, they need to have these sales. We used to have this one Black Friday sale. Now it's like Black Friday, Black Monday, Black Wednesday. Right. No, they're trying to they're trying to sell all their stuff so they can get back in the profitable. Right. No doubt. Absolutely. We're trying to get from the red into black. No doubt. Yeah. Yo, with that being said, Nick, man, we definitely appreciate you. Greer Nation, we're going to continue this conversation because Tamara Board, our, our live-in financial uh, uh, guru, is in the building. So we're going to continue this conversation, man, especially as it pertains to community because, again, that's foundational. So we're going to holler black and more, man. Nick, y'all Thank hold you, on, Nick man. Joseph. We gonna keep you Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no this doubt. won't be the last time, brother. I appreciate it. It's no been a long time coming, but I hope you have a great one. <laughs> Yo, man, we're going to get you back on real soon. Most definitely. Y'all holla black. Black to the building, black to the building, black to the healing. It is your man, Amin Rashidi, a.k.a. Papa Ra, with your next round of Helpful Hints for Parents. I had a great time last night once again. That's why I'm so bubbly about this Helpful Hint for Parents. You know, I was changing clothes, jumping in front of the camera, getting ready for BWNY News to talk about Helpful Hints for Parents. And I was getting so much information earlier from some of my students because guess what, guys? It's so much violence that's going on at home. Because if you weren't getting along with your siblings to begin with, now that the fact that you're closer with them, guess what? It's going to be even more conflict. But even with creating a brotherhood like we did with MBK, guess where brotherhood starts? It starts at home. It starts with how you, daddy, are treating your brother while I, as your son, watch that relationship. It's discerned by how you treat my mama and how we treat my sister. That relationship of how we treat each other and that domestic violence, domestic means at home. That's something we can control. How do we begin that? Always remember presence. Remember when a child is in the room because you are setting a standard for that child. We can fall back with some of the violence because violence is about self-control. And the first thing that we can control, monitor what you're saying in the presence of children. My name is Makai. It's Rapper Divas time. Get to study on. Get to study on, y'all. Rapper Divas. Pick up across the water, man. That's how we get down. Griot Nation, we're going to continue the conversation, getting ready to wrap the show up. But don't forget, that was Rapidemics you just heard. And guess what? Next go to Wadi Inc. and get you. Get go buy it tomorrow. WadiInc.org. Hit the button, baby. Tonight. Get it. Have your children participate in it. Create something. Get it to us, man. We definitely will blast back at them in all appreciation. Hey, man. And, and big up to Kenneth Everett, man, with the, with the math revolution, too. No doubt. He do what he do all yeah. the time. Been doing it for a long time. Teach a child, you know, calculus. When no pencil, three, no paper. You know, when they three. <laughs> No pencil, no paper.com. Holla black. You can do it's it. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. Now, back, back to, to the Griot Nation with Amin Rashidi and Unseen. All right, y'all. Black to the building, black to the building, black to the healing. Once again, it is your man, Amin Rashidi, a.k.a. Papa Rod. Thank you all once again. I can't tell you enough, Asante Sana, for all that you do, for participating. Uh, and Britt, baby girl, thank you so much Always. for becoming a part oh, of the family. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I've been knowing Britt for a little while. One we'll of the things to we the need 80s. to do right now, man. Don't do that. We need to do she was this a right kid, now though. before we get off the air. <laughs> ten. I was ten. We want to make sure we give you some understanding <laughs> of what's going to happen and what to expect 
yeah. in the possibility of you taking children back to school. A lot of people are going to decide to homeschool right now. I happen to think that the formula was working real well with the distant learning. You had children that were focused because they wasn't in the classroom. You had you had teachers that were dealing directly with children. Parents were present. And which children not that, going to jail because exactly, there were no referrals. Very good point. So you had a you you actually had a that. great blueprint going forward for what could be successful if we dig into it. If you do send your children back to school, some of the things they're talking about, desks being six feet apart, Rob. They're talking about no more field trips. They're talking about box lunches only. Lunches. Yeah, so. No cafeterias. They they do take their, they have to wear masks. They can take their mask off when they are eating in the lunchroom. Oh, so they are going to lunchroom. Some said they weren't going to have. Yes, it was. It depends on the school. Yeah, Yeah. if they're going to eat in the classroom or going to eat. But it'll still be at a social distancing But it'll still rate. be at a social distancing. I think some people don't have a choice. So it's like you know your kids are going to have to go to school because you got to go to work. Right. And there's just no other way and to, and some can't afford to, to make that. To, to you take, can't take, m- take the kids while they're to, home. Yeah, to yeah. do it. Yeah. Or if you are home with your kids and you can afford to, you've had about all you can stand with them. Right. And you want them <laughs> nah, to go to school. Yeah. And that's 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 just the truth. I mean, we, have to, but, we just but have we to need, live in truth. We, we need to seek out the networks. Like Ross said, we don't want to go back to the old. So right now we need to seek out networks that can provide ways for this. It's it's bigger than that, but whatever way you decide to go, just be safe. And just like you know, said, you have to do what's best for your family. Don't feel guilty. Don't and feel remember, guilty. I heard this the other day that from a, from a group of families that I was talking to that I, I really Rashid like to apologize to. Him. I'm just kind of getting tired of this. You know, it basically, they were saying homeschooling, and they felt bad about it. You can't feel bad about your feelings. That's now, right. we can go to the origin of why you feel that way, but don't beat exactly. yourself don't up. Because all you're going to do is point. exacubate the right. situation. That's right. Yeah. And so, right. we're talking yeah. about resources, outlets, being able to. Many of us already felt like this and knew that this is what we wanted yeah. to do, and so, and understood the need to do it, was already having issues, was already struggling. And so, at the end of the day, if you have a will to do it, let's get it done. Life, love. love. And liberation. Six days and counting. We'll holler y'all. Papa Rob, myself, and Black Edge. It's about life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. The Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation. I'm a Rashidi with the Griot Nation. Life, love, liberation.